TSMC's board has approved a plan to build a wafer fab in Germany. The plant will be a joint venture with three leading European companies. TSMC will hold a 70% stake and manage operations at the plant, which will have a monthly production capacity of 40,000 12-inch wafers. Total investment is expected to exceed 10 billion euros or 300 billion NT. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz says the venture will make Germany a key semiconductor hub in Europe. TSMC is expanding across the globe in the U.S., Japan and soon in Europe. The company is set to establish European Semiconductor Manufacturing, a joint venture with Bosch, Infineon Technologies and NXP Semiconductors. TSMC will own 70% of the venture and take charge of operations. The investment is expected to exceed 10 billion euros or about 300 billion NT, marking the single largest investment in Saxony's history. Germany is now probably becoming the major location for semiconductor production in Europe. That is important for the resilience of production structures around the world, but it is also important for the future viability of our European continent and Germany. FAB will be located in Dresden, Saxony, which is already a semiconductor hub. It will use TSMC's 2822 and 1612 nanometer processes to meet automotive and industrial needs with a monthly production capacity of 40,000 12-inch chips. Construction is slated to begin in the second half of 2024, with production to kick off by the end of 2027. This is an investment for the future. It's not cheap, and that's the reality of it. But it is a technology that we will need in the future, and a technology that we want. Negotiations for the venture started in 2021 and concluded this year. The German government will contribute up to a 5 billion euro subsidy. The FAB is expected to create 2,000 jobs in the high-tech sector. We have nach After two years of intensive, trustful work with the state capital, with us and the state government, and also with the federal government, we have achieved a great success. A company that is the leading microelectronics company in the world has decided to come here to Germany to invest with us. According to industry analysts, TSMC's production costs in Japan are 1.3 times higher than in Taiwan. In Germany and the U.S., costs are 1.4 and 1.5 times higher, respectively. Over the long term, profitability in Germany is expected to exceed that in the U.S. Amid geopolitical shifts, Taiwan's leading semiconductor company is making inroads around the world. As it expands into Europe, TSMC has confirmed a change of plans for its Kaohsiung expansion. A spokesperson said Tuesday that Kaohsiung would be used for two nanometer chips with the goal of mass production by 2025. The announcement is the latest twist in the fate of the Kaohsiung project. In 2021, TSMC said it would build two new plants in Kaohsiung for the 7 and 28 nanometer processes. It suspended the 7 nanometer fab in 2022, but said it would still build the 28 nanometer facility. Now it's also scrapped the 28 nanometer process, replacing it with a more advanced technology. TSMC's vision for its Kaohsiung facility has changed time and time again. Now, its latest plan is out. Citing strong demand for artificial intelligence and 5G, the chipmaker says it will set up two nanometer production bases not just at the Shinju and Central Taiwan Science Parks, but also in Kaohsiung. 
TSMC continually makes tech breakthroughs. With regard to its two nanometer operations, TSMC has designated Baoshan in Xinju and Kaohsiung as its production bases for 2025. In 2021, TSMC announced plans to build two fabs in Kaohsiung for the 7 and 28 nanometer processes. It later suspended the 7 nanometer plant, citing soft market demand. This year in April, it previewed adjustments to the 28 nanometer project. With one change after the next, there's speculation that TSMC intends to cancel the Kaohsiung project altogether. KMT councillors have repeatedly raised the issue at city council. We have always had a close partnership with TSMC. Of course, if they wish to adjust the manufacturing process to shift to a more advanced process, we will do our best to assist them and ensure that their construction process is smooth. TSMC remains determined to keep its roots in Taiwan and invest in Kaohsiung. I believe that the mayor has a very clear grasp of the situation. It would be beneficial for the people of Kaohsiung. This kind of manufacturing process would only exist in Kaohsiung and Xinju. In Kaohsiung's Nanzi district, the ball is already rolling on TSMC's project. Last June, the chipmaker obtained a building permit and formally began its construction schedule. Although the project has changed again and again, locals remain eager to see it succeed. Homeowners are quite happy. Some want to raise prices once again. That might not be good news for buyers. In Nanzi District, housing prices have soared since TSMC announced it was moving in. In just one and a half years, prices for pre-owned homes have risen by 20 percent. New homes have jumped to 200,000 NT per ping and beyond. And as TSMC firms up its factory plans, housing prices are set to keep moving up. KMT presidential candidate Hoyo Yi has unveiled his energy policy. At a Wednesday presser, Ho called for keeping nuclear power on the grid before renewable sources are fully developed. He said if he is elected president, he would extend the life of Taiwan's first, second and third nuclear power plants. His plan was blasted by a DPP lawmaker who said that the first nuclear power plant was already being decommissioned and could no longer produce electricity. The lawmaker also asked where Ho intended to store nuclear waste. The U.S., Japan, South Korea, the U.K. and France are all adding nuclear power capacity. Taiwan must keep pace with the world. Our small modular reactors and nuclear fusion technologies, after international accreditation, can of course be added to the power supply. By 2030, we will have reduced our use of coal by 14 percent. By 2040, we will have phased out coal entirely, becoming a coal-free nation. Dismantling of key power generation infrastructure is already underway at first nuclear power plant, which can no longer generate power. During the press conference, Ho Yi was just shooting his mouth off. There are 14 city and county leaders who are members of the KMT. Which one of them will come out and say they want to host a disposal site for nuclear waste? Meanwhile, another DPP lawmaker Liu Shifang said Ho was contradicting his own past statements. 
In 2016, Ho said that the first and second nuclear power plants must be, quote, decommissioned on schedule. In 2021, Ho said that if no solution was found for nuclear waste disposal, nuclear power should not be used. The DPP lawmaker accused Ho of flip-flopping and underestimating the intelligence of Taiwanese voters. Former Japanese Prime Minister Aso Taro had an unlikely visitor at his Taipei Hotel this morning, Honghai founder Terry Goh. The tech tycoon was seen entering the hotel with a copy of his own Jingmen Peace Declaration, a manifesto on cross-strait relations. The two spoke behind closed doors for an hour. When questioned by reporters, Goh said they discussed regional security. He added that Aso had reached out first to arrange their meeting. Confronted by reporters, Honghai founder Terry Goh refuses to be drawn. On Wednesday, Goh went to the hotel of former Japanese PM Aso Taro, carrying a copy of his own Jinmen Peace Declaration. His visit raised questions from local media. The day before, Aso had said that preventing war in the strait would require deterrence and the resolve to fight. I showed him my Dinmen Peace Declaration. We have to prepare for war, but also avoid war. We need to find a foundation for dialogue. Aso got in touch with me through the foreign ministry, saying that he'd like to meet me before he goes back. It's our second meeting in four months. Go displayed a stamp album gifted by Aso as proof of their close friendship. But the two did not make a joint public appearance, leaving the hotel separately. That's in stark contrast with Aso's meetings with KMT presidential candidate Ho Yo Yi and the DPP's Lai Ching De. Go stayed mum on whether he would run as vice president with Ke Wenzhe or for president as an independent candidate. Recently, KMT lawmaker Li De Wei caused a stir. When he said that should Go run for president, the KMT would change its strategy and scrutinize all of Go's past comments and deeds. Any person who runs for election will be scrutinized by everyone. Go has kept a high public profile in recent months. His daughter called on the Nanto County Council on Tuesday to discuss disaster relief. That night, Go went to visit a Pingdong temple. He launched a local support group and made preparations for a large-scale rally in a sign of his political ambitions. The 2023 Hakka Expo is about to kick off in Taoyuan this Friday. Apart from taking up two main halls, this year's event also includes an ambitious calligraphy exhibition. The expo features the works of many calligraphers from different eras and regions of Taiwan. The curators aim to illuminate the spread of art through migration and its links to literature. The calligraphy show was launched by Hakka Affairs Council Minister Yang Changzhen, who says Hakka calligraphy deserves global recognition. The many different styles of calligraphy and painting on show look their best under the carefully chosen sepia lights of the exhibition hall. One wall is covered with the names of all the artists featured in the exhibition. They come from every corner of Taiwan, but all are of Hakka heritage. Through the content of their calligraphy, they express their faith in the value of traditional culture, or alternatively, how humans can express the meaning of their existence even in different eras and in different political predicaments. 
The 2023 Hakka Expo was ready to go in Taoyuan. It has two major halls, the World Hall and Taiwan Hall, as well as side exhibits like this Hunshan Calligraphy Art Center, where Hakka stories are told through calligraphy. All the artists here are Hakka, allowing visitors to discover the evolution of Hakka art, how artistic styles spread through ethnic migration, and the influence of literature. We want to explore related cultural issues through looking at the changing variables in different eras. I believe that the contributions of Taiwanese Hakka artists to the field of calligraphic art should be recognized worldwide. The Hakka Expo will last two months, starting this Friday. There are approximately 900,000 Hakka residents of Taoyuan. The exhibitions are all set up and ready to welcome thousands of visitors to discover Hakka culture firsthand. With summer travel in full swing, Taoyuan International Airport has given its in-town check-in service a makeover. New signage is up in vibrant colors to make it easier than ever to check baggage in Taipei or New Taipei. By using the service, travelers can skip the hassle of dragging their suitcases around before a flight. They will also be entered into a raffle for coffee, gift cards and even a round-trip flight to Tokyo. Ever since its launch, Taoyuan International Airport's in-town check-in service has earned high praise from travelers. You can do it on your phone. It's really convenient. You can get a whole family of four settled in under a minute. So easy. You leave your bags to be taken away while you go for a stroll or have some fun. There's no need to lug your suitcases all the way to the airport. Just drop them off at the kiosks in the city. And now, the experience is even better with a fresh makeover. Many backpackers and international travelers have flights in the afternoon or in the evening, so they can come here in the morning and check in their luggage. It gets checked, and if there are no problems, then they'll have a relaxing day ahead of them. Color-coded signs show travelers what to do. First, go to the red zone to check in. Then, follow the signs and breeze through luggage inspections in the blue, green and yellow zones. Then, drop the bags on the belt and it's all done. Speedy and simple. At Station 1 of the Taoyuan Airport MRT, the service is available from 6am to 9.30pm for passengers of six different airlines. Gone are the days of dragging around heavy bags. It's a boon, especially in the summer season, when there's a surge in families traveling. Come to the check-in desk a little earlier and free your hands and schedule to spend more time in the city. To promote the service, Taoyuan International Airport has launched a lucky draw for travelers that use it. We will have additional promotions with extra surprises for everyone. We hope everyone can see how the pre-check-in process is easy and convenient when traveling abroad. For the airport, it also reduces some of the load at peak times when there are a lot of people at the airport and reduces lines. The in-town check-in service can save time and hassle. With so many tasks to juggle during long journeys, it's one way to lighten the load. A survey by the Ministry of Education found that 25.4% of elementary students are overweight. The number for junior high students is even higher at 29.9%. Since many parents worry about leaving their kids hungry, they let them eat anything and end up giving them a diet full of fat, which accumulates over time. Let's hear what one doctor has to say about this. 
其中应该控制在一个范围内。啊，这个范围呢，就是说我们国家都有一个那个生长曲线图。A child's weight should be kept within a certain range. This range is consistent with the growth graph we use here in Taiwan. When you are overweight, you are at an increased risk for kidney disease, retinal diseases, and nervous system disorders. A recent survey conducted by the Cancer Care Foundation found that roughly 40% of children do not eat vegetables every day, and 20% drink at least two sugary beverages every week. One nutritionist says that children often become overweight due to a lack of nutrition-related education in their curricula, and parents' failure to place importance on healthy eating. While schools provide lunches. Breakfast and dinner are up to the parents, meaning that parents should ensure that their children get a balanced diet. The home theater market is booming, with the global market set to reach 48.1 billion U.S. dollars in 2027. Amid rising demand, companies are coming up with exciting new features. Our reporter Stephanie Yang has the hottest trends to watch out for and tips on how to customize your own home theater. At first glance, you might think that you're in a movie theater, but this is a home theater located in a work studio. Home theaters became popular during the pandemic due to their comfort and safety. One of the many perks of a home theater is that you can pause your movie and rewind whenever you want. Experts say that with upgrades in both sound and video quality in the past few years, the surge in demand of home theater is sure to continue. Over the past two years, home theater aficionados have started to play around with multiple subwoofers. We used to think that only one subwoofer is enough for a home theater. We have five in this room. In the past few years, we've evolved from the DVD to 1080p, and then to the more popular 4K UHD video. 4K has evolved to bring in HDR video technology. There's been rising demand for more sound channels, and the occasions for use have increased. This year and the next, I believe that home theaters, especially high-end home theaters, will experience explosive growth. One technology to look out for in the home theater market is active room treatment, a technology similar to active noise canceling. It can reduce excessive frequencies inside a room. This ART technology is called active room treatment. ART technology, also called active room treatment, is active room acoustics management. It can eliminate the flaws in our space. ART technology can control the excessive frequencies in your space. You can hear the most correct sound. This is the most exciting development this year. Experts say that wireless technology is the future of the industry. There's soaring demand for satellite speakers, which can be hung on walls and ceilings and adjusted. The biggest advantage is that the speakers can be hung on the wall and the angle can be adjusted. Guests can adjust them according to their audiovisual habits. The new technology and direction that the market is heading toward is wireless technology. Wireless technology is the future and is the current trend. The breakthrough of wireless technology for home theater is that there is zero latency. If you want to create a great home theater experience, here are some tips from an expert. First, you'll need a screen, a media player, and an audio system. If you want to plan a home theater for comfortable listening in the future, the space must be dealt with first. 
the sound insulation, sound absorption and speakers must be taken into consideration first. The home theater market is booming, with a global market set to reach 48.1 billion U.S. dollars in 2027. With new technologies coming out fast, home theaters could be one of the hottest home technology trends to look out for. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang and Tan Jun Hao in Taipei.